0: at uh, at the end uh, i love because at the end of all of our arguments <laughs> steven's his his last comeback is always well if that was the case they'd never make a movie about anything <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not have started this. <laughs> oh, goodness wow. gracious. Clear that up. Oh, that goodness. Was... Excuse me, everyone. Welcome to No Experience Required. And you're already regretting listening to us. But here we are. I'm Chase here with my co-host.
2: Steven with the BH, along with our guest host. Me. <laughs> you Ryan. Well, that is with an R.
1: Really hopefully everyone knows in the audience who me is. Yeah. yeah.
0: I when you said co-host, I was like, I'm promoted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's so we do. It doesn't take much here. Right. The standards are pretty low.
2: Don't right, feel too good. good. I'm, already, yeah. I'm already running the joint. Yeah. That's it. We're, just, right. we're calling him guest host. We, we established that. Okay. Yeah. I think we've established uh, like that
1: it. everyone is potentially auditioning to replace me. <laughs>
0: right. So All right. All I like that. I'll, I'll take it. All right. Yeah. There's, there's pay. I'll take the pay with it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no pay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm, I have to pay. Yes.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> that's really <laughs> the reason because I can no longer afford it.
0: <laughs> I like it. It's good to be here.
2: Yeah, good, it's to, have good to have you. Good to have you, man. You're our,
0: looking forward to this.
2: Yeah, you're a second guest. Second guest. Yeah. Second co host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I already got demoted to you're guest You're the one who decided that they second were guests. Second were... guest host. That's what it's called. It's not called co host, it's called guest host. Like ghost. Yeah. I'd... Actually, I'm not even a co host. I'm just a host. Yeah. Yeah. Steven that's... is the host. He's the host, too. No, I'm the co host. No. <laughs> this was Steven's idea. Shut up. Somebody's <laughs> got to be the hostess.
1: I'll
0: be the
2: hostess. Like he owned the it. little pastries? Yes, Ho-hos. absolutely. Okay. Ho-hos. That's what you are. Or <laughs> <laughs> Ding Dong.
1: That's, that's the one. Or that's a zebra the cake. I don't know. My favorites are zebra cakes. No.
2: The same. Is that hostess? That's not even hostess. It's a Little Debbie. Little, little Deb. Little wow, Debby we got Deb. off track really baby. quickly. <laughs> we that's really right. did. <clears throat> he can set so us out. So how do we know you, Ryan? <laughs> I don't. Well, that's. We took your class. You are a professor teaching quantum Physics. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Yale. <laughs> Correct. It's really nice having someone with your credentials. Ah, yeah, so someone with
1: such high esteem.
2: Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yale. But That's also, we're going to
1: have to kick you off because this is no experience
0: acquired. So. Okay. Yeah, so I have sorry. none. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's not the no, typical way much. that it's used. It's, yeah, no yeah.
1: experience is required to come on the
0: podcast. Well, I think college professors have very little experience, it's
2: mostly theory. Oh.
0: And he's back.
2: Wow. And I'm, and I'm back <laughs> again. Back to co-host. All right. No, Ryan is my brother-in-law, yes. and I've known you for quite a long time. So, Yes, yeah, probably too long for you. Most of my life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping we, we, stuff. we get Chase into some <laughs> scandalous things Like I today. said, uh, this is the audition to replace me, so. Scandalous. <clears throat> so the last time the three of us were together, we went out to eat. But before that was like f- almost four years ago now. Not almost, but. Okay,
1: it, but. Qualify that together or alone?
2: Like just the three yeah, of us? Yeah, just the three out. of us.
1: So our families mm-hmm. get together. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. With this, other people, but that yeah. doesn't count.
2: Yes, I'm just saying the tripod. us three. Yeah, the just tripod. The tripod. The, the tripod. Get together. It's been probably a year or long. Like it actually could be longer. Yeah, longer. When we went out to eat, and mm-hmm. before that was like two years, and it was when we went to and a half. New York together. Yeah,
0: October 2019. Right before. The-
1: this year, though, we're going back.
0: We are. Yeah. We are. You're going? Yeah. You said we. Yeah. You're in? He's yeah. going.
2: I'm going. It's first 30. It's I'm recorded. Going. He's going. Yeah. It's, re- it's, it's on record. <clears throat> it's legally binding now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You're we're a- recording an episode there on the streets. You can.
1: Ooh, that would be actually really <sighs> cool. Oh, that would be a blast. Why not? No reason why not. Now it's done. That's also recorded. Legally binding. Well, besides
0: legally the cost of hauling all the equipment over
2: there. No,
1: we got a couple of mics.
2: We yeah. Got Portable. We'll just hold it. Yeah. We just, we just hold the mics, you know? Okay.
1: We'll work it out. Yeah. It'll, Why not? it'll, it'll happen. In. All right.
2: It'll you heard out. it first
1: here. Oh, before we move on, I uh, figured out who the audience member is.
2: XX Ma- X, X, Mike XX? Mm-hmm. Is it your brother? It's my mom. It's your <laughs> mom? <laughs> she didn't know either. You're kidding me. She, she, <clears throat>
1: um, she oh. followed on the podcast, and it had no... She didn't even have a profile, so it just generated a name for her. You're oh, the generic name. Yeah, we spent it. all that time talking about it. She and then it was the my mom. M-
2: missing link. Mm-hmm. She, she is. The a, moment. You had identified all of your listeners. She, She's so yes, special. We that have. just somehow made her even more special
0: in my book. Shout out to Kiwi. XX, Mike X. I'm sorry. Shout out to XX, Mike
2: XX. She adopted me. She did? Yeah. She's like, yeah. Here's this. <laughs>
0: also, she was she like my family needed some diversity.
2: <laughs> so
0: we needed she was gone through a phase crowd.
2: and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you guys are yeah. You're not that white. You mm. guys, oh. I mean skin color wise. <laughs> oh. You're not Ryan White over here. But like culturally. Yeah. Oh, culturally you're pretty white.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I really thought I had something there. Thought I was thought I was gonna know.
0: We okay.
2: found out yeah. how vanilla you were in the guilty pleasures. Episode. I know. Yeah. See. <clears throat> yeah, we needed. You always thought it was mystery, but we really, to, like, it's just little that little level. Bit. Yeah, I was it's just say, that yeah. depth.
0: Yeah, you, we need to really explore that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> they must be guilty, guilty pleasures.
1: Get, that you don't want to talk about It's about. way too deep. Mm-hmm. It's too. <clears throat> I
2: really gotta hide it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, time will tell. Maybe you'll you'll f- have like a thirty million guilty pleasures. Here soon. I have to corrupt you. Speaking of time.
1: Speaking of time. That is today's
0: subject.
2: Time. Oh, what an amazing segue! Right.
0: So proud of you. I was trying. It's like you've done this. Tried a little too hard. (laughs) And
1: now we're just off track
2: again. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're gonna step on the path and immediately back off. That's what happens.
1: Yeah. In
2: time travel. In time travel, things are
1: complicated.
0: They
2: are. They are.
1: Maybe we've recorded this episode like a thousand different ways already. Actually, according to some theories, we
2: have. How do you know that I'm not from the future and I came back so that I can like steer this conversation a different way? Well, Because you're poor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do I have to
2: be rich to time travel? No, but know. if you
0: came back to the... Well, get into that, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Um, if you went back to the past, you would be instantly
2: well, rich. that's not my, my goal. <laughs> no? It's no. not your motivation? It's not my motivation. Not gonna like go. He's
0: got a pure heart over
1: here and, yeah. or a very malicious heart, one mm-hmm. of the
2: two. Oh yeah. What I'm gonna corrupt you to have 30 million guilty pleasures. Yeah. That was my whole goal I was gonna say, to come yeah, back. That, Your yeah. whole
1: life's purpose was that, and you invented time travel just to do
2: that? <laughs> just to corrupt you a little yeah. bit. It's next good. next time I see you in two years in the future, you'll be having a ton of <laughs> guilty pleasures that couldn't come up with <laughs> What, the, what the? I was gonna say he's gonna be twerking <laughs> in the bathroom by himself, <laughs> but
0: if no one's listened to the last that guilty pleasure I was episode, gonna say you could just, just, just have time, right time traveled around. to that point.
2: Oh, Yeah, true. Is it?
0: You still
1: look really young, so they've either you know really,
2: really because like come ten years ago you thought I was thirty five and I'm not even thirty yet. You now. still look. You've gone backwards. <laughs> yeah, but you're going backwards in time.
0: <laughs> it's oh, good now, okay. but guess what? Ten years from now, when you're forty, you'll look thirty five. Mm. <laughs> sure, I think It'll it will be a compliment works. about yeah. ten years from now.
2: 17. <laughs> <laughs> I was 17 at the time.
1: Uh, slowly un. Unru- oh, <laughs> Sorry. I was, know you're lying. That right was now. the point for the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> that was the
2: point for the trombone.
0: <laughs> I was 17.
2: You... <laughs> yeah. There's some deep rooted trauma there. Okay, so Ryan. Well, why don't you cry about it? You, <laughs> <laughs> you had just been waiting to say that this whole time. I have. I was like, when can I put this in? And we have our <laughs> sound bite. And we're still not gonna use that <laughs> and one. And <laughs> we're still cutting it out. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right, time travel and maybe multiverse <coughs> topics. Okay, this was your idea. You, yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, right when Chase and I kind of started up the podcast, you one night were just like the multiverse. The multiverse. You were so excited and you were so on fire about it, and you were talking about it at that that night. And I was like, we'll add it to the list, and we'll have you on the show one day. Yep. When we get a few episodes in. Yep. And now we're more than a few episodes in. Yeah,
1: we made it good. I think we're past seven, aren't we? Sure. Well, I mean, that was seven was the... We uh,
2: will be. With the, in the future
0: and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Well, if it turns out to be a good episode, then I totally came up with the idea. <laughs> you did. Yeah.
1: Going to have to have edit privileges yes. when you go, yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> this whole part gets cut Yeah, out? no,
0: we were, um, I think we started the conversation at home about, I think it was, that's where it started, yeah. about time and... And then we just, like, started going and going. And, of course, there's, like, almost no end to it. And I was like, this is this is a cool subject for yeah for some, I don't know if you knew, somebody that had a podcast, you know, like two people. <laughs>
1: Who had nothing, people had nothing better to talk Who had
0: nothing better to do. Whose only follower is one of, is one of the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, XX, what was it, Mike XX. 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 Yeah, we should
1: refer to them yeah, as that. S- that way name. it makes us sound like we yeah. actually.
0: Yeah, anonymous.
1: Shout out to you, Mom.
0: She probably did it on purpose, so you wouldn't. Name her. She was and then we've named her. She
1: was trying. Well no, she was just trying to make us us feel like we had support. Oh yeah.
2: So nice. (laughs) So nice. Just (laughs) so (laughs) I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He was really excited letting me know. Yeah. He's like, my adopted mother is on the show. (laughs) Yeah. That was me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so
1: time. So I hear you guys have some contentious points about time, travel. More specifically about one specific form, which is probably one of the more interesting takes on time travel that I've seen. <clears throat> and I hear you have. It's Remap. not really necessarily about time travel, but it's uh, about a...
0: What the, is our, our contentious point?
1: Well, the contentious point is that you like a specific movie and
2: oh, Stephen thought it yeah. was just okay. Yeah. Well, I think when, we, when you talk about time travel, there's so many movies... About time travel, yeah. obviously. Back to the Future, which I just watched for the first time last year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're good. Yeah, but they have. There's a lot of plot holes. Yeah, after the yeah. first one, especially. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I love time travel movies. I love sci-fi movies. And I think where Ryan and I <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> have had a lot of disagreements are, are a few. I think there's been a few movies about yeah. time travel yeah, that we've definitely. disagreed on. So I consider Harry Potter. The Prisoner Basketball, the third movie, I consider that a time travel movie. Yes. So in that Agreed. movie, they go back in time, they save the Hippogriff yes. and Sirius Black and all that. I always have to bring up Harry Potter, obviously. And Ryan's yes. like, that's confusing. Like, how does that work? And how, you know, like... Continue. But, <laughs> but then, you know, years later, we watch Interstellar. And Ryan mm. was not very fond of... <laughs> You should have his reaction. Your, you keep your hand mm-hmm. away from that mic, sir.
1: Yeah, Ryan <laughs> just grabbed the mic and was ready so about to just throw I was
2: pretending down it was Steven's throat. It was, was so aggressive, it. you probably heard it. <laughs> and Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, you weren't very fond of the way they handled that movie. And Spoiler alert for anyone who's never seen it.
0: You Stop know. listening
2: now and go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an excellent movie. You're 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 like, why did he? Why does he have to do anything? And why does humanity have to send that wormhole back in no. time if they already saved themselves? No. Okay. So you continue, uh, and then I'll, I okay. I don't want to interrupt you.
1: Do you want to give a, a rundown of the of the basic plot? Yeah. That way, the audience, mm-hmm. if they haven't and they're mm-hmm. not worried about. Yeah. That.
2: So the basic plot, super super simple tin plot here. Essentially, Earth is, is kind of dying. It's, it's essentially like Dust Bowl all over the Earth, and crops are dying. Humanity is going to die out if they don't come up with something soon. So <clears throat> the leftover people from NASA essentially find this character played by Matthew McConaughey. What's his name? I forget his name. That's okay. Um, anyway, they kind of recruit him to go out into space because there's this wormhole that's been randomly placed out near... I don't know, one of the planets. One of the planets. Yeah. And uh, they say, yeah, it's just kind of magically placed there. We think someone or something, maybe aliens or something, placed it there to kind of help us solve, you know, um, I don't know, have an answer, I guess, to, to help Earth survive, essentially. And so he leaves his children behind, his son and his daughter, and he sets out on this space mission. They go, they go through the wormhole to be able to find other habitable planets, essentially, so it kind of gets them further out from Earth a little bit quicker so that they can find these planets. And essentially, towards the end of the movie, he finds out that this sort of fourth dimension, maybe, has been placed uh, for him to go into, and he actually can see all these different uh, time points of his life with his daughter, who he essentially gives this equation to to figure out how to get humans off Earth, and, you know, to eventually save humanity, and yeah, that's yeah. kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Is that that's a that's good very summation? bad. Yeah, that's kind of very bad. No, no, no. That was that was accurate. It's, and by the way, so
0: I, I actually love the movie.
2: Yeah,
0: I love it. So I don't necessarily have a problem with um, the way that they did it. And of course, it's a science fiction movie. I think where we have the biggest issue, where the time thing comes in, is that <laughs> he discovers spoiler alert that it's actually the humans. Who survive in the future that open up the wormhole for the human race to go to to save themselves? And my whole point was that you that is kind of an imp that's a paradox. So that's an impossibility. Where if you if you exist in the future already, then that event has already happened. You you've already per se, opened up this wormhole. So you can't go through a wormhole created by yourself after the fact.
1: And so this is actually called the bootstrap paradox.
0: Right, yeah. Which is
1: basically for some object there's no point of origin. Yes. It happened because it was sent back in time. And so, for example, you could say that a painting, a time traveler took a painting back in time, gave it to, an artist who then took the painting and made it their own and it became a famous painting. Mm -hmm. And so then in the future it was a famous painting, which the time traveler took, gave it back to the painter who, who actually did the painting then. right? So, yeah. Do you, so that's the bootstrap paradox, which means, you know, basically it's just this never ending loop that is self-existent. And what's the actual origin of that? How did that happen?
0: So like in that one, in in that, and that example is slightly different because um, the painting is not responsible for the existence of the painter in the future. It's only a, pro- pro- a product of his work. But See, so like the if the painting was then passed forward and then it, to the actual original source, it's not the source of his life and everything. It's just a product that he brought back to the past and then left there for it to travel forward in time. But he still exists. So your contention isn't that it... There was no point of origin. Your
1: contention is that why does it exist? Because.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So it was like if the human race already exists in the future, then th- they made it there without the wormhole. Why? Because they're in the future opening the wormhole for the past. Because
2: of the wormhole that they've already gone through in the past.
1: Which is the bootstrap paradox.
2: It's so, so how could they go through the wormhole in the past? They've already done it. So it's, it's a time. Right. It's like the a first continuation. Time, the first time they did it, how did they go through it's it? It's probably happened multiple
0: times. But the first time they did it. Who says there that was a the first time? Yeah. So there was never a first time. That's the
2: paradox. Just
0: There, just there like, has to be, just there has like to be painting. a first time.
2: No. No, that's, no there doesn't. That's there the there theory doesn't have to be a first time. time, travel
0: itself. time. Itself. There, uh, that's what I'm saying. There has to be a first time. And the, the only way it makes sense is if you're actually altering the past. That's different. If you go to the future... And you um, want to then go to the past and alter the past? That would be different. Then you could do that, but you can't. You can't like give yourself an origin if you already are. See, well, you already well, are, so you can't so go is, back and give yourself an origin. Yeah,
1: so that is the paradox, which means, say hey, it doesn't quite make sense. Like these mm-hmm. two things. It's like are what existing. came first,
2: the chicken or the egg?
1: Kinda, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So, if, because in the point of the of the um, author, you would assume that at some point there was a first, or the, sorry, the paint and the uh, the artist, right? That he would have painted it the first time, sometime, and then they continued to do that, and it just got caught in a loop at some point. Mm-hmm. But in this case, that can't be the case because, like you said, <clears throat> it's there. The reason for their existence is because of that. Mm-hmm. So it can't be that mm-hmm. you know they put it there and then did it. So that might mean that then time in this case is different than what you expect working in a linear
0: path. Yeah. And that, that could be the case if it's not a linear path. For this
1: case, logically, I think it has to mean that time and which is what they did, right? They had this different um, dimension that was time that they could then use, interact with it all unfold. And he went back and gave the message and, um, so he he went through in the movie he went through this weird dimension he mm-hmm. he went through yeah. a black hole, yeah, he yeah. went beyond the um event horizon, mm-hmm. fell into this unfolded dimension that was created for him to go to and pass a message back to his back his past self mm-hmm. so with that being the case, though, I mean, that means time is a little bit different than just this linear pathway. Time is something that can be constructed, can be actually compressed. And there that is a different uh, theory in time in that. <clears throat> uh, and I believe it is, yeah, time dilation. Time and this dilation, does require right? that, yeah. So the theory of relativity, time can be stretched or compressed based on the observer's speed or place in the gravitational field, which is... Why he had to go beyond the event horizon? The gravitational field um, was allowed them to compress time in a different way.
0: Does it? Does it? Is that? Um, and I'm asking this because I don't know. But is that time dilation? Because I understand roughly how it works. It's still moving forward, even though you can have multiple people. For instance, if we were the three of us were at separate points in a you know gravitational pull, we could. In theory, experience time more slowly or faster than each other. Mm. Okay, so you know, 20 years for me could be five minutes for you, and and so on and so forth. But it's still forward; it's still moving forward, just at different rates. Yeah. And 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 so, like the construction of you know, if these beings in this movie, which were the humans, if they were able to construct these dimensions and these timed and all these things, if they were able to do that. Then why why would you need to go back? You already exist in a in a state where you can do that. So you don't need to go
2: backwards to save yourself because your existence is proof that
0: you've lived through what you needed to live so through to reach
2: that. I think like a good example for that would be like, let's say right now you're about to stab me. <laughs> you <laughs> stab me, or let's say you're about mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. And future me pops out of you know, this door right here behind me and saves me, right? Mm. And he's like, I saved you. You're not dead anymore. You're going to have a future. I eventually get to the same time point that he's, my future me is at at some point. And I'm like, oh, past me is not going to survive if now I don't go back and save that past Stephen because that's the only reason that I'm here right now. All right. So how did you survive the first time? Future me saved me. Yeah, the first time, though. So there's a there couple There was no ways. future you on the first time. Yeah, there's a couple ways. So there's a genesis
0: you... of, of everything, right?
2: Well, not necessarily. Do we have a genesis? Oh.
1: Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's two other things that could come into play here. One is the, I think it's called the predestination paradox, mm-hmm. which is no matter what you do, the regardless of how you try to change it, it ends up causing the same thing, right? So. Mm-hmm. The only way that they could do it if they maybe they try and do something, but somehow eventually leads to the same thing happening. Let's say in the future, so far put at a point where they're able to do it, they try something else, but it, it actually just leads to them creating the wormhole and placing it there, or the wormhole being placed there accidentally by some other repercussion, right? Right, so and then it continues there, and it's just this the same thing, no matter what you do, that same timeline will continue to happen. Now, to the other point, you could look at and say that it's like the, either the many worlds theory or multiverse, in that that universe that we observed in the movie was a repercussion of something else, which happened to lead. So it it did exist because of some action, mm-hmm. and then got caught in a loop, and that universe continued in a loop. So the point of origin could have been another universe. However, it just kept, then was self sustaining because right. it continued going right. through and through and through. And
0: that, that, I think that is a that's I think when you bring into like a multiverse explanation, then it becomes plausible mm-hmm. because then you are going back and affecting not your own timeline technically, mm-hmm. but a different one.
1: So here's <clears throat> okay. Go no, on Steven. No no no, no, no 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 Steven's you got a look on your face. Let's no, go.
2: I just <laughs> like first Brian's off, grabbing the mic again. I think <laughs> like yeah. I, I think what I get so on <laughs> <laughs> Stephen wants to strangle me. You like want an explanation for this point of origin, right? Like you, you're like, well, something must have started well, there, at some point. It's like, not that I want one; it's that there, there must be one. Why? They're time
0: traveling, like that doesn't because exist. There's an, because there's an explanation for everything else except for that. So it is very scientifically based, but
1: it, so to your point, there's a a level of suspension of disbelief that you have, and a suspension of disbelief that Ryan has, and they are pretty different and that's fine because you both it sounds like you both enjoy so you can correct me if you're wrong you both enjoy that in different ways you enjoy the fact that it does make sense in so many ways and for that plot hole to be there there Mm. needs to be some explanation right and but for you there's a point where just the story itself is enough for the entertainment and it makes sense enough for you that you can have a suspension of disbelief because you don't need to take it any farther
2: yeah. yeah, I guess, and I think this is where Ryan and I usually like end up throwing hands. Yeah, it's because <laughs> he like needs an explanation for everything, but it feels inconsistent sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Because Tenant,
2: Tenant, he no. does not consider a time travel movie. Well, no, no, hang on, I will
0: fully admit right now that I don't, I don't fully understand the movie Tenant. Like, I don't fully understand it, and I, I consider it a time travel movie. I don't, th- I. I don't think I've ever said it's not a time travel movie. You did. Okay. Well, if I did, I didn't, that's not, first of all, I don't remember saying that. To me, that is a time travel movie, but I don't, to me, that's
2: a, that's a whole
0: different thing. Right. That, you, that one, I don't even fully grasp, to be honest. Exactly.
2: Like you don't need, But, but you don't need not, any.
0: It's like, that's, that doesn't necessarily mean I don't grasp everything.
2: No, no, no. But that doesn't bother you. That's what I mean by inconsistent. Right. Like you don't need all the answers for that one to enjoy it.
0: No, no. I, and, and again, I'll reiterate, I enjoy Interstellar <laughs> very much. So it's not for me not to enjoy it. It's just that that sticks out to me. And it's not that the movie's not entertaining. And it's, it's sufficiently entertaining, even with what I consider to be a plot hole, that I can overlook it and be entertained by it. But if you were to ask me about it, I'm like, well, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. No, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't ruin it for me. Um, tenant is is. It's not like oh well, I don't understand it, so um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just not going to be bothered by it. It's that I'm I'm not I, I'm not like literally smart enough to to understand everything. And if I was, I'm sure I would find a plot hole that's like, hey, I don't understand this part. I need this to be explained. It's that I'm not even to the level where I can break it down to like. The plot hole. Does that make sense? I'm like, I'm like, far removed from the plot hole of Tenant. Yeah. And so it's like, if I ever like really, really thought about it, and I think I've watched it twice, if I watch it a bunch of times and I understand more how it works, I'm sure I'll get to that point where you know. And that's just how my mind works. It's like it's just a logical like to me. There needs to be logical steps, and I do realize that there. You reach a point where that can run out, but. when when the argument is just like he looks nervous chase no no i'm just uh, kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm not when that ar- when when the He's argument or the logical step is there is no explanation not everything has an explanation to me that's that's a weak argument and i don't mean that like as an insult to me it's just not sufficient because everything else has been explained except for the one question i have it's like oh well there's no explanation for that and that's where it's like it just it just doesn't like scratch the itch hmm. But Tenet did. No, no. I, I, again, I'm like thoroughly confused by that movie. Okay. Every time I uh, I've watched it twice, or maybe two and a half times, or something. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, okay, I pick up on little things I didn't notice before. But to me, it's it, just the way my brain works. It's confusing. See, it's way more confusing than that because it's like an inverse.
2: It's confusing to me, mm-hmm. honestly. And to me, I feel like that one has a similar, like, plot hole as the right. wormhole. Yeah. And well, and I don't. Yeah. I do not.
0: Doubt that it does. I just think that I can't see it because I don't fully understand the movie.
1: Okay, so what's your plot hole then? What's your plot hole? What's your version of? I think of the, I, I,
0: think the I talked to you
2: it. about this. Yeah, because um, I don't think you've ever told me what you found the plot hole was. I, mean, yeah, or if you I have, felt I like it was very similar on why he had to send his friend back in time to become his friend and recruit him mm-hmm. if he already did that in the future. Like that's to me almost like the same argument. Maybe for story. Plot-driven stuff and you know the narrative of it all. Okay, it makes sense. Like, yeah, they need to meet at some point or whatever. Like, but it's like then it, that means it already happened. So why would he have to the exact same way? Humanity had already been saved, obviously. Well, then obviously he'd already been recruited. So why did he need to send his friend back in time to recruit himself for that agency?
0: Um, <clears throat> I mean that it's a good that's a good point. And if if I looked at Interstellar as as not just a time travel movie, but inverse, then I can see what you're talking about. Because I do think that that Tenet is a time travel movie, but it's not the same type. It's not, um, they're not going backwards they're, when they inverse, they're going forward in their own timeline. Whereas when you time travel to the past, you're going backwards to the past and then moving forward again.
1: So we might need a slight recap on Tenet just
0: to explain. No, that's all right. We brought that in. Yeah. Yeah. So Tenet's like one set of people are moving forward in time. So from the past to the future, but through technology, and I just volunteered, the uh, synopsis of it. it. I'm sorry, go I I for it. Do it. <laughs> but basically, so like they're and they're moving forward in time. So what we considered, you know, from the past to the future, and then there's through technology and through a machine and through these things, they can actually inverse time. So where they actually, in my mind, they do a 180. They don't just pick up and travel back to the past and continue to move forward again. They actually turn around and start traveling backwards. And so it's inverse of time rather than just time travel as traditionally is in movies where, oh, it's 2023. I'm going to go back to 2020 and then move forward to 2023 again. That's typical time travel. They go, well, I'm in 2023 and I'm going to turn around and now I'm going to start counting 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019. And so that's different to me because it's time travel, but it's like the path is not from backwards to forwards. So that tenant does that. And I, and, and I don't fully understand yeah. I think All it's just a very point. creative. No, it's it's I think really it's a super awesome. creative. You got to way, watch it like four or five times. Yeah, you, I think to really grasp it.
2: Like it's it's. I think it's just a very original and creative yes, way. Absolutely to time travel. Yeah, but it's still for sure. to me.
0: And in that explanation, yeah. Okay, inverse time, like Tenet, Then to me explains what I'm talking about the loophole in, in Interstellar.
1: I think for this one because it also looks a little bit differently because from both directions, it's times observable. The things are observable. So it's not as malleable where you go, you jump all the way back in time and then mm-hmm. time progresses mm-hmm. in a certain
2: way. You can interact.
1: The, yeah, structure. the entire timeline yeah. in both ways is observable and interactable. So there's no, yeah. it's not as malleable where, you know, it, the potential, at least. And in this case, right, if a loop is required for interstellar, then the loop is just happening in isolation. Yeah. But if a loop is required here, it's not an isolation. The loop is always existent there. It's like playing out in both.
0: And and to be honest, like I'm 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 when I say like things like interstellar and a loophole require me to have like I need an explanation. Um if the explanation comes down to like you just said, like and I need to be able to accept like if the explanation is just like well it always is and it's a loop, then if that's what it is and i know we're like we're talking about science fiction we're talking about theory then i just need to learn to accept that it's just for some reason that it just doesn't like check that box it's like i i don't know if i want a different explanation and i'm not willing to accept the one that's reasonable um, that could be it like i'm not going to say that like i fully understand all this and you need to like tell me something that fits my line of thinking it's that it just brings up, all, it's all the other paradoxes. Like you have time travel, you know, the go back and kill baby Hitler thing. Like the, all the different time travel questions all pop up. Like, and what would you do? And that is like other subjects. If you go back and you do this, what is the effect in the future and stuff? So maybe that's what it is, is. I just need to like live with what I perceive as a loophole is not really a loophole.
1: I think the possibilities are so open that there might be an explanation yeah. that exists. However, the movie I doesn't understand. go into it.
0: Right. It doesn't go into it. And so, it, it just to me, it makes more sense logically that there is a race, aliens, whatever in that movie that create this so that the humans can exist that makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Than, than me create. It's like if I was like, like well you you said it, go back and save yourself from being stabbed. it's like if I would go back and as weird as this sounds, I would go back as a, I would like grow up to be a doctor so I could go back and deliver myself as a baby. Like it that's to me, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like I already lived to be a doctor. So obviously like your, your, your explanation of going back to save yourself, to me, the way that works out is like from being stabbed you at some point you survived being stabbed because you were there in the future to go back and save yourself. And to me, cause to me, if you're in time, there's a Genesis, there's a beginning to it. Why is that? Um, I just, I think there is a like, without getting into like, um, You know, bigger themes. There's like, go for it. Well, I I don't. I just like I don't want to get into like, you know, again, get into deeper things or get get into like a a biblical side of it. But I feel like there's an eternity and then there's time, Mm -hmm. and I feel like time has a beginning and it'll have an end. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, everything that is, um, well, everything that has a beginning will have an end. And I think there are there are there is something that lives outside of that, Mm -hmm. and that I couldn't even begin to explain to you because. I'm in the time part unfortunately so it's like I can only understand my my little time limited brain and I don't understand what eternity is and probably part of this part of this even it's it's funny even in a movie I bet you part of this loophole is just something that I can't grasp because my mind thinks about things in time mm. and, and if there's an eternal element we it's like we, we we think we might understand a 4d object or even a 5d but we like we it's like we're just scratching the surface of it. Yeah. And imagine something that's like a, a million times beyond that. Yeah. I know that's kind of a cop-out explanation, but... No, not at all. I think that's probably that's, what it boils down to, is like yeah. I, I want to understand it in a in a time brain thinking, yeah. and it may not be.
1: Well, that's theory in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Right. At yeah. some point, there's one, does the theory logically make sense, and you right. take it to its most logical conclusion, right. and then until proven
0: otherwise. Yes. So... You and I have had an interesting conversation a few years ago about time and eternity and things like that. Which I, which I enjoyed, just even if we didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> I enjoyed at least like theorizing about it. It was, it was interesting. Just saying, I don't remember the conversation. We were uh, maybe uh, it hasn't uh, happened uh, for you yet. <laughs> another plot twist. You both are time travelers. <laughs> I'm no, really the time at a time disadvantage here. here. You, you <laughs> chose to come back here and record a podcast. <laughs> No, we we st- we were at Matador Coffee, and we had a we had a mm. conversation about. Mm. Um, well, again, remember. it was is a more like kind of a, a religious conversation about time travel and eternity yeah. and things.
2: So. We Christian, it's okay oh, to yeah. have those conversations here. No, no, it's good. I, <laughs> Getting <I'm>, to me. <laughs> no, I don't, no, we'll take no, the whole yeah. the whole the whole time.
0: But no, we we definitely. I mean, Steve and I trade. Well, I think they're friendly blows. The way he's looking at me, though.
2: They're not. They're they're probably they're friendly not. on my end.
0: Yeah. yeah. I no, feel no like
1: a, They're friendly.
0: Here we there. go. I feel like a referee here. I'm You're just like, waiting for the dirty shot. Me? You were yeah. just like
2: sifting the pot. You were just. No, like, I did. You know. I just let it go. At
0: at, at, uh, at the end, uh, I love because at the end of all of our arguments, <laughs> Stevens, his his last comeback is always, "Well, if that was the case, they'd never make a movie about anything." <laughs> 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 okay, and it is true. Is it's so true. absolutely like, true. Ryan at the will end pick, of it. I'm like, why <laughs> yes.
2: didn't, well, then they should have never introduced this If they can't do that later. And, oh, it, and gosh, I'm like, Ryan, started. like, we wouldn't exist if we, like, all the dumb decisions we've made in our life, like, well, you could apply yes, that same I logic. Like, well, unpopular opinion. I didn't like Infinity War. Oh, I need it. You need it.
0: Unpopular opinion. <laughs> oh, another oh, no, that was uh, that okay, was uh, Caitlin's. Yeah. Um, unpopular opinion. I didn't like Infinity War or Endgame. Okay. I didn't like it because um, my whole point, not necessarily with time, my whole point was was that, um, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Ha, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, I didn't like how they, they take individual movies building up these uh, Marvel characters mm-hmm. and then um, they're so incapable of doing anything and all the explanations of how they could have stopped... I mean, just go watch how it should have ended. And it, it's all the ways they could have stopped it are very, very obvious. And they're doable. And And the whole thing is like when we come down to it and I'm like, we're, Steve and I are getting mad at each other. It's like, well, then there would be no movie. That would be, that's like, and he's right. That is, you're right.
2: It's entertainment at the end of it. Because this. that's, Every movie to me is not perfect, like a right, perfect movie. Right, like you can be like, "Why did the main character make that decision? That's so stupid. He could have just well, found out the killer was right there, or vice versa." You know, just like you could like pick apart any movie. Yeah, and literally, you be could like, pick apart a lot. Some are solid, very few, but some are solid. Great, but yeah. I just don't think that they're perfect. I don't think any movie. There's no movie out there that probably doesn't have a plot hole, or not even a well, plot hole. Well, it had hole, to be like
0: you mean fiction.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're looking at all these nonfiction movies and breaking them apart. Hey, no, oh, that's definitely me. not the I'm case. Like, wow. I would have
2: blasted that Thanos
0: with my powers. <laughs> like, yeah, no. yeah. I, I probably just need to loosen up and enjoy movies. No, I think I, think, I enjoy... think about them too much. Yeah. Well, that could be
1: the case. However, it, they always it say I go case. way too serious and in depth. Mm-hmm. But that's also partially how I
0: enjoy things. I agree. I, I, I. Th- I do enjoy things by like oh I, I like sit there and rationalize movies and think that's why I love like mystery movies I love thriller movies that you have to think a lot about and um because I'm I'm act, like I feel like my brain's like thinking about it and working out it and I f- I probably just need to unplug that and just watch a movie and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I think there's merit to that. My like, it depends on who you're going to have the conversation with afterwards. I don't fault people sure. when they just say hey, how, I really enjoyed the movie. And then I'm like, well, didn't you notice this? Didn't you know mm-hmm. what about this? Right. That doesn't make sense. Like, how, would you, how would you enjoy and I. that?
2: <clears throat> that's Steven in there. Yeah. Well, I'm not a simpleton. Like, I, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm I not love, nobody I, I I I love, love simpletons. watching deep movies for their depth and for their things like that. I just think when you, when you are talking about fiction and you choose to pick a part one and not the other, that's when I'm like, okay, well, then at least the plot has to justify or the storyline, or the characters have to justify, like... You're talking about not picking know. apart Tenet? Just in or general. Just, or all yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. All like their movies. Okay. Right, like... Yeah. What makes so that one,
0: I, again, I fully don't understand it. Otherwise, right. I probably <laughs> would pick it apart. Yeah. Well, at some point, though. <laughs> same, it, same right, as if as I, I like, understand it sus- enough, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and the suspension of disbelief. The story yes. has to be good enough for yes. the suspension of disbelief to take place in a story. Yes. Otherwise, like yeah. I said, there would no, be no movie or yeah. anything like that.
0: L- my favorite movie is Inception. Oh, and if I and and I love it, and here's what I I fully admit that I have suspended disbelief enough to look past the plot holes, and I enjoy it so much, and so ahead. I pro what, what that's why I'm saying I'm admitting I probably just yeah. need to do that because there are there are obvious plot holes in it when you think about it, but I enjoy it so much that I look past them. So. Mm.
2: See that's that the one to me is justifiable. I need I just need to be a simpleton. Like, yeah, <laughs> like me. So you just—I <laughs> just looked no at depth. him, but I didn't. Just say. Don't even <laughs> think about. <them.
0: laughs> just don't think. Just just be dumb, <laughs> just and then everything will be dumb. good like oh, me. Man, that, and then, would, you know, fix enjoy every that would fix my problems. That a lot of problems. Now that one's yeah. good. That yeah. one,
2: yeah. to me, the storyline, the character development, the the like story within right. a story—that's completely like, because that's the point to me is just the characters and the story itself. I agree. And I'm like, I don't need to find yeah. out. What technology created exactly. that you can enter people's dreams? And you know but what? Not once does it explain the science behind. You it. know why mm-hmm. he was I don't smart. Need to know.
0: He was smart that he didn't try to explain it. See, yeah. that's what makes that movie good. Is that he didn't try to explain that he sp- They spent two sentences saying what it was for, and that's it. They didn't Are say they how all it the worked. same director. Yes, this is all okay. Nolan. Yeah. yeah. He's a genius. No, he is, he's he's definitely my favorite director. Well, obviously, so.
1: not by Ryan standards. Oh no, no, <laughs>
0: he's no, he's he is my favorite and a genius. Yeah, but anyways.
1: I'm trying to think, so a question for you, and it's not, I well, know it's kind of off topic from time, but so are there movies where the character development or lack thereof ruins it for you, where even though the rest of it is good?
2: That was tenant to me.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So is that it? not as much the case for you?
2: Yeah, that's why I'm confused, because Interstellar, the storyline, like the relationship between him and his daughter. Oh, that's and amazing. The concept of love and, and him yeah. like, the whole parent dynamic there, yeah. and I'm not even a parent. Like, I feel like any grown man would cry at the scene where he sees his oh, children yeah. grown up on screen. I totally did. Because of the time dilation, right? Yeah. No, um, I did. But to me, Tenet, like you have no time to like develop any kind of connection with the protagonist, who's literally named that. I agree. To me, just like nothing is justified why he attaches himself to this random woman and decides to just like save her. Like they've known each other for a tiny bit, and he's like, oh, I need to somehow, like, he just, for whatever reason, attaches himself, but there's no good, like, explanation, there's nothing, like, emotionally impactful to me to justify Mm. that, so then, the movie tries to explain the science of this time travel, Mm -hmm. which is really creative, I enjoy the concept of it, right, but to me, it's like, super over the more you get into detail, the more um, flaws you're gonna have, and then, at that point, I'm like, okay, all right, this is already confusing mm-hmm. as it is, right? And then nothing else to grab you. And then nothing else to grab yeah. you. Like, it's just action, and it's really cool sequences. Right. The the, the visuals are amazing. Right. I love the concept yep. of this inverted time travel. and. But it doesn't grip the, you like Interstellar or Inception. The storyline the, 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 yeah. the story just doesn't, yeah. Um, yeah, it just doesn't grip me enough to to justify. It, like, it's funny
0: because my favorite part of that movie is actually the very last scene at the end where he finds out that they've been friends the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's actually the part that like grip, grips me like emotion, not the whole rest of the movie, not the relationship with anybody else, and it's wh- because that's the relatable part.
2: Yeah, that was it's a that cool friendship, part. Yeah. and it's
0: it's three minutes, and then the movie's over. But mm-hmm. you need you, th- you think about it, so yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It needs that, whatever that is, that element that is more than just the visuals and the cool concept of different things. You have to have something else, which I think both Interstellar does, and I think Inception does as well. At the, I mean, the Inception is so the, the movie's a love story. Yeah, like literally at the end, story. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chase. Chase, hey, how about you talk too? <laughs> oh, this <laughs> has been great.
1: <clears throat> I just think I talk yeah. way well, too much time's on this. So I'm really glad to.
2: Well, <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> I, yeah. I told myself last episode that I was just going to shut it. I didn't even have notes for today's episode. But I love a good argument, though. Just, so Yeah. I know Chase was just like. <laughs> But Chase, we need to hear I your just thoughts. Started off on because it. if you look at Chase's, he, no. you guys have he some bad disagreement here.
0: He literally was like, he like threw down like a piece of meat between like two dogs, and then just stepped back and watched them yeah. like fight over it. Just That's the, what the, he did. The so there was a little bit of contention between you guys, and <laughs> and then you just over here eating like Cheetos, watching us fight. I
1: knew I was onto something too <laughs> when when Ryan grabbed the mic. When it was I grabbed the, like the mic he was, I was just strangling
0: like looking it. at him. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your hands on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. It's it's a it's a cool, it's a cool topic. So
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So I have a made up ethical question Ooh, about this. It. So you probably I saw it. So one of the things about our notes is that you can see who's viewed the note. Yeah. That's what made me go view yours, was because I saw like I can see you can see in the corner who's viewed the note and when. So I came up with an ethical, just a completely made up scenario. And let me see. <clears throat> Did you read it?
0: I did I
2: not. probably did. I read your notes, but I was, I, I the breezed. only thing I ask is that you answer it first. Cause you, uh-huh. we need more. Purposes. No, this is the question. It's oh, okay. this, this All is three it. of us have to answer.
1: I will put in, I'll put in, but I, okay, I really just want to hear this is like, I want to the question I'm posing outwards. Okay. No, cause see, cause then it's not a good question. Then I've already provided some sort of an answer for you to go off. I want to hear you process it and both of your thoughts. Is that fair?
0: No, no, but let's do it.
1: <laughs> okay. So you're a time traveler. Turn the mic a little bit. Please not too bad. I am. So you're a time traveler and you're faced with a moral, moral and ethical decision or challenge. You're going back in time and you can affect the future going forward, right? Like so you're you're in the past and you can affect your present, which is the future of okay. the past. Should you prioritize the well-being of people who currently exist in the past or safeguard the potential lives and experiences of those in the future, your present. In this dilemma, you must weigh the moral value of the past's existing people against the future's potential people. On one hand, intervening in the past to correct injustices can significantly improve the lives of those currently experiencing the hardship. On the other hand, these actions might alter the course of history, potentially erasing future lives or causing unforeseen negative consequences. So let's see. (laughs)
2: remember when I said I wasn't a simpleton?
1: (laughs) So let's keep, basically you go back into the past. Those people exist. The future technically exists. You can affect it. So at the time that you're in, they don't exist. They potentially exist. The people now do exist. You witness something potentially horrible, a murder or something like that. Mm -hmm. That, do you have an obligation to take action in the past, even though it already happened technically for the people of the future. However, you're there now. So do you have an ethical and moral obligation to intervene then to prevent a wrong, same as you would now? Or are you morally and ethically obligated to avoid changing it so that the future where you're yeah. from is not impacted?
0: Yeah. Do you, you want to answer? Or do Go you Go ahead. I don't want to jump in. No, please do. Okay, because this is the conversation my wife and I were having. Uh, First of all, just to clarify, you have when you go back to the past, you have all your knowledge and experiences, Mm -hmm. and you remember them. Yes. Okay.
2: Are you talking about butterfly effect,
0: essentially? Yeah. So I don't think
2: um, no the concept of the butterfly effect. Um, I mean,
1: partially that in in the fact that your small actions have potential to make large changes, but it's more about the question is more about are you yeah are you morally obligated to take action now. Which one takes precedence? Which one weighs more? Is it your your present, quote unquote, their future, or the current existence of the past? Since you are there now, observing a wrong, because now the poten- the future is potential, technically, well, but you
2: already know what your what your future is. Isn't that? Uh, I mean, isn't that like what? Isn't that us now every day? Yeah, uh, that's. I think that's the end of the question, right? Yeah, like, I think that's the last answer of it. Yeah, like, wouldn't that just?
0: Yeah, yeah like, so so
1: I actually do go further into that. Yeah, so okay, oh, okay. so here's right,
0: here's I, won't spoil that. I I could answer it um what I think is right and then I would answer what I would do. Is that Yeah, go ahead. Just just and this is just thinking about your question now. If I thought about it longer, maybe my answer would change. <laughs> I think that ethically and morally you would be obligated to the people in the timeline in the past that you travel to because they are there whereas everybody in the future is potential so i know that's not a great answer cuz you cuz the the they're like well they're there cuz you came from there yes but you're going back into the past so like let's say you're going to stop a murder what if you stop a murder and that action leads to two or three more actions and then somebody you know doesn't exist anymore in the future. It's, I don't see that as you murdering them or doing something unethical to the future because that is that is potential. Now, that's what I think is right. However, if I went back, I would probably, no, I would not do something that would negatively affect somebody that I knew from my time. See, that's the hard part. Is like, I know, I think ethically, if you saw somebody about to get murdered i think ethically you would you you should try to prevent that from happening if it had negative effects in the future that's a consequence of that but what what i do i would probably leave we've had this conversation like literally re- recently and it's like i think it's better off i think what is actually good is to leave things the way they are hmm. um so my wife and i were talking like and it started from like this, um, something she just said. And then we launched into this huge topic and it was, man, if I could just go back, we were talking about, you know, just being immature when we were young, first married, even teenagers, if I could go back and just change and do things differently, I would be, and know what I know now, I would be such a, I would be a better person. I'd make better decisions. I wouldn't, react a certain, certain way. Like when we're, you know, you're first married and you might argue over something and now you realize it was a stupid thing to argue over. And I told her, yeah, but that, okay, that seems good, but it doesn't necessarily have good repercussions. And I told her, I was like, what if you, what if we go back and you decide this one day that we had an argument and you realize you did something wrong to have that argument. You, you were in the wrong. And you go back and go, I'm going to have a different behavior. I'm not. I realize that what this argument about, I, I realize now that I was wrong. So I'm not going to have that argument. Okay, great. So in theory, you're now better off. But what if that argument, which is very likely the case, the argument led to maybe a fight. The fight led to Reconciliation, forgiveness. From forgiveness, um, a path, uh, basically, a path was set forward. Maybe from that, you decide. I know this is like just all in theory, but maybe from that path, you decide we're going to do things better from this day forward because the reconciliation that came from having this argument. And maybe you have like a uh, you have a different bond than you had, and then maybe at that point you decide to have a child. And I told her, so what if you went back and fixed that argument, and you didn't have it because you realized you were wrong, or I did because I realized I was wrong? I was like, and it causes one of your children to never exist. And that's a real like I feel that's real because we certainly like have regrets. I don't think there's a person alive that could look back and say they don't have a regret. But who you are right now, for better or for worse, is because you did things wrong, and then you made things right, you did other things wrong, you did some things right. If you have children, which not everybody does, I think they're the result of actions taken, whether good, sometimes bad, sometimes bad actions, but they still led to a certain place, maybe to have a kid or to move to a certain place. And undoing what we think is bad sounds moral and it sounds ethical and it sounds like the right thing to do. But I think that's where it can have, I absolutely think it would have unforeseen consequences. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, because just simply because of the, you know, sometimes you decide, you know, and I keep going back to having kids, but it's like, the, to me, that's a big impact. If you impacted like, well, I mean, I, I know that if I went back to the past, um, think about this. Like if you went back to the past, um, you would never, ever, ever have a money problem right? Cause you could go back to the past and you would, uh, and I'm not saying you should do like, this would be your first motive, but just think about, um, you go back to the past. Well, you know, who's going to win every sporting event. So why would you just not, you would know what company is going to be big. You would know, Apple would be huge. Tesla would be huge. You could, money would never be a problem for you because you would know exactly where to put your money. Um, you could go bet on a game. I'm not I'm not advocating this, but you could go bet on sports games because you would know who would win them. You could bet on things. You could you could play stock market. You do all these things. But what if having no money problems leads to different problems and thus erases people or other things out of your life? And I, I think it would. like it corrupts your character. Uh, or just corrupts your corrupts character. It corrupts your character. So what if it corrupts your character and um, you don't... <laughs> What if you know like what if you don't even stay married to the person you stayed because you're corrupt and because you both have money and now you don't need the other person? And I, I don't think I, I don't think that I would do that, but we don't know what we would do. That's the whole point is that what seems to be changing something for the good, um, I don't think is for the good. I think looking back and say, saying that you did wrong and what Stephen just said is, what am I doing today? And if I'm, not, if I'm not taking those actions today, then I guarantee you if I went back, I wouldn't do them then. Well, that's
1: true, but that brings up the actual question then. So you agree that it has potential, mm-hmm. right? And if you leave everything alone, it'll come back to normal. But in today, if you look at it today, the same obligation that you have to make a moral decision today. Mm-hmm. But if you go back in time and the moral thing is to take action for the people that exist, not the potential people, then you have a moral obligation from your point and where you are to do, in the moment in time that you're in, the right thing, Mm -hmm. the moral and ethical thing.
0: And live with the consequences. And
1: live with the consequences. Mm -hmm. So that does mean that regardless of, yes, you may go and um, play the stock market or do whatever, but then each of those days, if it is the same as in our, our same responsibility today, that regardless of what you're doing now, you have the you you take the mindset that you have the moral and ethical obligation to do the best you can with the decision you have at the time, regardless of even if you know what the necessarily outcomes are in the future. From one perspective, like you said, if if the moral obligation is in the current time that you're in, not your future,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that you have the obligation to make the same decisions as you would today back then. So if you witness a murder, and for example, let's say that the murder does prevents your wife from being born, your moral obligation, which means you already know that you're not going to in the future and that doesn't exist. However, if your obligation is to the people at the time is to still prevent that murder and then continue to do so down the line, regardless of the consequences in the end, better or worse, because that's all each of us can do every day is to take an action. You can look at the outcome of saying potential outcomes in the future, And still make a moral and ethical decision today, because that's what leads us and guides us, that helps us make the decisions that we're in today.
0: Is that is that your answer to like what you would do?
1: No, I'm saying okay, you're just just, okay. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So
0: you're just you're phrasing that because yeah, because like that that it is the moral and ethical thing to do to prevent things from happening that you could prevent when you have the knowledge of the future is what changes it. So when we do it today, we don't have a knowledge of the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. Let's again, let's take children. I don't know a grandbaby. Mm-hmm. So it's different. So what I do probably does affect it. Like if I'm changing something right now, if we make decisions right now, good or bad, we are affecting the future. So I could be affecting the future in what I would call an unethical or a bad way, but because I don't have knowledge of it, it's it's easier to rationalize than when you have knowledge of, oh, I have a family, I have kids, I have these things and the and the actions in the past do affect them. So you're
1: saying that the moral good is actually weighted in favor of the present or the future that you already know of, not the current I'm time. not
0: telling you that I'm right. I'm just telling you what my gut says I would do.
1: That's
3: fine. Yeah, Man, this I, is all a theoretical yeah, question. it's all it, I'm just telling but you that's like what's your...
0: yeah, I think if if you you know like if I had to answer that and of course I don't know what I would do at the moment, but if I had to answer it in theory, I would I would weigh the present, what I know, the people that I know, because they are the ones that I don't care if it affected, you know, where I lived maybe or like, but the people like that would take precedent over the back, over the past. Okay. Yep. Just got, just got answered. Yeah. That's totally fine.
1: Yep. It's just. That was a long ways around for that. No, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> part of it. It's just a discussion. But that's what I wanted to see is like, okay, so where, where does a way out? And then yeah. in consequence is it actually what you originally think versus when you get a chance to walk through right. what you actually feel and know. So yeah, yeah that's a great answer.
0: Steve, Steven's like, where can I go back in the past where this, I never this, have <laughs> met Ryan?
1: Steven's like, I'd let all of you die.
0: <laughs> you're dead. You're, <laughs> dead. you're dead. You're dead. You're definitely dead. dead. you you dead. <laughs> Nobody questions my movies. Steven's <laughs> looking at his
1: watch and he's like, yeah, no, they're still here. I'd never go time yeah. traveling. I'm
0: like, Man, my, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like I'm gonna go back prevent some white guy from meeting yeah. my sister uh, and yeah. stealing her. Still alive? Still yeah. alive?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. It well, didn't work.
0: Good luck, grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> you guys good with time? I'm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Are you good? Oh yeah. Yeah. For that's sure. why we're here to talk about it. Yeah, I gotta hear Stephen's Oh. I get it.
1: oh. <laughs> time doesn't exist. <laughs> time is a constant. Until I get home and my yes. wife has a different answer for yeah, I mean. me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where are you? That's a future you're me. You're like problem. I was in the past. <laughs> That's yeah, that's future, that's future problem, Chase's that. issue. Gabrielle,
1: that was a past me. You can't be mad at me now. That was past go me. Go back in the past and get mad at that Talk
0: chase. to him. <laughs> very true. He was, <laughs> he was preventing unethical things from happening.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, my yeah, answer. Steven. Uh, that's a hard one. I mean, it's, it's something that I've thought about so many times. Like, if I could just go back in time, I would prevent so many different things from happening, right? Like, there's just so many. So, well, many, so, many so many it's
1: problems, not necessarily but. what you would prevent.
2: Right it's that do
1: you have where where is the moral obligation is it to the people currently around you which is when you're in the past and right. basically it goes to the end like right. do you have a moral obligation to whoever is around you at the time so in this in this theoretical scenario you you are back in time or do you have an obligation to the people that you know now, the future, now, that you, the know future about. you that you know
2: exists that, that will come to
0: pass if things were left alone. That's yes. the other part, right? If you leave things alone and you do exactly what you did before, you know what the outcome is going to be. Yes. yeah,
2: yeah. That would be that would be it. I would just leave things as as they are. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because I at least know the outcome, you know, and even if it's not like <laughs> always good, it's like I don't know. At least Sometimes you know it. Not and good at all, not good at all, right? Right. Like. Um, I mean, if I were to, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I just wouldn't take so the hard risk. Huh? I couldn't take that risk. Yeah. Um, it's,
0: it's, is it, okay. Is it because of the people you know in the present? Yeah. It's I'm nothing else, right? Yeah it's, yeah, it's not your status, your no. wealth, your fame, no, it's because where of the people you live. You know it's because press. of the people.
2: It's like if I went and just to get personal here, like my sister, your wife, right. had quite a few uh um, miscarriages. Right. If I were to go back and and somehow like be able help to you fix guys things, to yep. fix it, get her to the doctor on time this, or whatever, I say it might, the same thing all the time. Whatever might be and and prevent that heartache and that mm-hmm. how hard it was, mm-hmm. right, to have you had you guys had quite a few at the mm-hmm. time. Um, I probably would not know my current niece and my current nephew who are like everything to right. me. And would you trade them for a potential life that you never knew? Right, which I would probably Would love you would love and, them? Right. Absolutely. Um, you right. But I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I it's too hard, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. And that's just one example, right? Um,
1: so take it to, let's say that um, the people around you exist in the exact same way. You go back in time further. So it's not direct action. But you know that the actions that you take in the past will not directly affect the people around you in the future. Directly around you. You just know that that's the case where your your actions don't cause the ripple effect of the people around you being changed. And you know that it's not going to. And you know that it's not going to. Do you still take the same action?
0: Do you ignore or do you change? Change. Oh, oh sorry. I, I, w- I would... It's 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 going to affect somebody else, but I don't know them. Mm-hmm. That's hard, because yeah, you're changing somebody else's future.
3: Kill them all. <laughs> you're, dead. Just you're, you're dead. dead. <laughs> you're dead. to me. No,
0: it would be a lot harder to not affect the past than if you knew it didn't have an effect on you and 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 the people you know in the future. Hmm. But then and then yeah, it'd be. Like Stop. your life looks exactly, <laughs> yeah.
1: Your, your life looks ex- and so both of you, your life yeah. looks exactly the same as it does now.
2: No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. No, you still leave no. it alone. Okay. I'll come it Yeah, alone. it's probably just, fair. I'd be too scared to mess with that. I just, I still wouldn't. I I, I don't I see no how it wouldn't what affect. Ways, like, I, I don't see how it could, it would. It, I think you even can't if change the past
0: without it affecting. Even yeah. if it's on a global even scale.
2: Yeah. Even then, I just, I, I really do think it's. But you already
1: know. So, this is all a hypothetical scenario. You know that the people around you, your
2: life doesn't change yeah, in any measurable way.
1: So, you and you're still faced with someone getting murdered, but you already know that the people around you aren't getting affected. Right. And let's say that it doesn't, let's say that it doesn't cause any national thing yeah, where, again, no yeah. measurable way to you. You go through life never actually seeing the repercussions of it. I, now. I, my,
0: gut but some... my, my, my gut would say you'd, you'd stop it. You're on the street and somebody's. Yeah, somebody's gonna get murdered. And like you, can you go back them. in time to you're gonna stop it. No, oh, well, no, you are happened, already yeah. in the past. Yeah, so if, yeah, if it happened, like there's no the way pass. you're not. Gonna, you're just gonna watch somebody get murdered. There's no way. Like, if you knew it, it never had an effect, absolutely. Not I, that it didn't would. have an effect.
2: Just that those people, but those the people who it would affect wouldn't know. Because only you're you aware would
1: never of the see it. Not that it something doesn't change, but you never know it changes.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go, Ryan?
1: Ryan's never coming on the podcast again. This is no, why no. Steve okay. trying to really replace good. me.
0: No, uh, for everybody <laughs> listening, it's pro- they're probably like, okay, I'm lost. But no, I actually like it because because if I answer yes, then what I'm doing is I'm giving permission for somebody I don't know to go
2: back and change my future. But you wouldn't know. Only that person would be aware of the future you never had. I
0: already don't like them. <laughs>
2: I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, you're right. You wouldn't know. So then. Like, what if I went back in time and prevented those miscarriages from happening? But you would never know that you wouldn't have had the two kids that you had now. Like, only no. I so would I keep. Be that's
1: why I abstracted that, you know, away because right, right. you're then trying to you're removing that personal thing because Ryan can look and say that time was hard, but it brought out so much good. Right. Mm-hmm. That there were things that we mm-hmm. learned and grew from. So that's why I, I take it entirely away from the personal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think what it, is what
1: is morally and ethically yeah. right?
0: I think that the morally. What is morally and ethically right is more than just the event that's happening of the person who's getting murdered. Yeah, I agree. Okay. It, it's just bigger than that. That is part of it. But whether it affects you or not, um, there's just a larger what is morally good, what is ethically good. Um, so
1: if you take it that, what is a, if you have a standard and a baseline of what's morally and ethically good, when you go back in time, is it morally or ethically good to let that murder happen?
0: I just, you, I wouldn't, you wouldn't know. I guess you would, you just have to accept that you don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It's really hard. If you're in, if you're in combat, is it ethically and morally wrong to kill somebody? Is it morally and ethically wrong to kill somebody? Just in general.
2: To like save someone's life or to...
0: Let's say you don't know it's going to save a life. Let's say you're in combat and you're told, shoot at that person on the other side of the, and that's going to save lives, but you don't know that it is or not. And you kill them, believing that you've done a good. Um, you've committed, I mean, I don't want to say murder. You've killed somebody, because I don't want to say it's murder. You've killed somebody. But it would be murder if that person was never going to do something you know, if you if they weren't going to do something bad, right? And you don't know, like that's where it just gets really deep. Is like, it's it's hard to know what is morally and ethically wrong because you don't know the future.
2: I mean, just at I, I don't know, that just at sense. surface level, like uh, yeah, if murder's happening, then it's pretty black and white, right? Like a murder is murder, and you're witnessing it, and you have the ability to stop it. Um, I think anyone's well, you would think. What if the right? person being murdered was it's not a good like person? Murder someone else. Yeah, you can't know that. Right, you can't know you that. You don't know that part. It's more about, yeah, but does that still change the fact of whether you should save somebody's life, right? Like, does that mean their life has any what less value? I guess that's the moral dilemma. Is
1: is your knowledge of what that person is or anything? Because at that point, then you're taking on the position of moral arbiter.
0: Right, which is, yeah, it's tough. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chase, <laughs> what would you do? I just love do? doing this. <laughs> no, no, now you get to answer it. And his answers probably already are like completely. Yeah, he's out had a whole like, book. Yeah, it's his question. Of this.
1: No, I really haven't had time to think of this. Don't like, lie. this is a tough question. Don't There's lie. nothing in here that you're like, oh, I could say is wrong or right. Because I then go back to the standard of, of some of what we believe.
2: Um, yeah, I, I think once you base it off that, like, you can't play God. Right, so I think, yeah, right off the bat, like, You'd leave things as if is. That was the Lord's time for them to go. I, I you know, you can't really, like, <laughs> and and what I, if I just, you, what if
0: you, should have died, and somebody was sent back and saved you, and you don't know it.
2: I'm like, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! Uh, how dare, dare my, you strip that you, away from you me? You took my death from you me. Took my death.
1: You mean I <laughs> and couldn't? And Steven spent the rest of his life hunting <laughs> down the man who saved his.
0: Yeah. No, I, that's that's too. Okay, that goes so too far. so let's back up. Chase. Yeah. What's, go. what's, what's your
1: answer? answer? Uh, so my answer is that is that if I look back and I don't have, I believe that the reason I'm with the people I'm with is because of the things in the past, and I wouldn't change that because those people I believe those people are there for a reason. I don't have that right to take that from somebody else. And I do believe that you take know, there's a higher uh, so I would be playing God. I would be deciding mm-hmm. yeah. that someone else's life. So even if they were abstracted away from me and I never knew the changes mm-hmm. that were happening, somebody else's future for better or for worse. It may not be good. Right. I don't know. Again, I somebody else's life could be changed entirely and families were lost and things, you know, just yeah. terrible things. However, If I don't believe that I have the right to change those for me and make those for the people specifically around me, then I don't have that right to make it for anybody else, regardless if I know them, Mm -hmm. because my knowledge of that doesn't change the morality of it. If I believe that there's a plan and there's things that happen for a reason for myself and for the people around me,
0: even bad things, then I have to believe that that's
1: the same, and there's a plan that is not my place to change. So
0: then, it is ethical to to not do anything. Mm-hmm.
1: exactly that's what I believe
0: it's morally good
1: yeah because the current existence quote-unquote current existence up to the point of that I know if I believe that there are reasons for those things and I don't have a right to change those for like Stephen if Stephen and I ever became friends or if Stephen ex- Steven's existence never happened or my wife's I don't believe that I have the right to change that then I don't have the right to change it for, for anybody, anybody else either yeah
0: what about changing, you wouldn't change anything? Let That's, me give you an example. <clears throat> so if you went back to the past, um, would you pick a different career? Would you use your knowledge of the future to be financially secure?
1: Well, there's the two sides to this. Is One is, and this also changes the answer, if you don't believe what we believe, if you don't believe that there is a moral standard, mm-hmm. Even with the moral standard, that's tough going back. But then, no, I don't have a right to change the plan that's in place. Now, if it, now if you take that away, then I don't believe that I could, and it'd be the the there it'd be the um, the redestination paradox. Right, right, right. That's what I'd fall into. Regardless of what action I take, the same thing's going to happen but I'm saying that this does affect, right? I'm putting this hypothetical scenario where right. your directions do change the future, hmm. and you do exist with the consequences of them. Um, but when you look back at your life personally, the same thing that I look back at my life, regardless of what I've done and where I've been, all I know is that the things in my life have been what have brought me here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: To know what I know and who I know, so no, I wouldn't change it.
0: Even if and I'm saying this not as a question, but a statement, even if you're not completely satisfied with the here and now. Like I'm not satisfied with my character. Mm. I still wouldn't change the past thinking it would change my character now. It's just, it's about changing it from here on forward. And so right? when, you, when
1: I talk about an abstract away from, and I take it to what we believe, we know that he knows the beginning from the end. Right. So what I am now is not what I will be. Correct. So I'm just in the process of that, yep. and I'm making a judgment. And then yep. if, if I believe that just because I'm not satisfied with it, that means that I believe that God doesn't have the right, yeah. that he doesn't have the right plan for me, and he's not doing what he needs with yep. me.
0: And I and, and part of me believes that if um, I'm not willing to do it now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it in the past no matter if I said I would. Mm-hmm. If I'm not willing to correct my my behavior now, my character now, the way that I do things now, my thinking now, all those things, I could say I would do it if I went to the past. With all the knowledge that you do. Yeah, but would I? See, because I believe
1: you would because would you make the same choices now that you No, but you
0: just make a whole different set of a whole different set of mistakes that you might not have made in the past.
1: Well, let's say this, like um
0: I'd fix one and, you know, create two different ones.
1: It might be, but again, you still if you know it is morally and ethically right in the in the here and now. but, But you either didn't believe the same way or you had a different vision of the past. Right. Right. The different different understanding in the oh, this past. just bad,
0: but worse person.
1: So but you would make a different decision, face the same circumstances now. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: But do you make all the right decisions now?
1: I'm not saying you would make the right decisions. No, no. I'm saying would but you make do it? Do
0: we? We don't, right? We don't make all the right decisions I now. Do. <laughs> Stephen does. Besides yeah. Stephen, do we always make the right decisions right now, personally? Well, no. So <laughs> so then if I went back and corrected the ones that I know I made wrong, I would foreseeably still make the ones I make now in the past. And so I make a new set of mistakes. Sure. Yeah, different yeah, ones. You sure. make yeah. your characters. Yeah, exactly. However, yeah, you wouldn't make, over.
1: but if you say you're going to go back and change those things, you, you would change make those. different yeah. decisions. And facing sure. the same scenario, it might be the right decision. Yeah. Not saying you won't make mistakes than other mistakes. Right. What I'm saying is that, you wouldn't make the same decisions that you did then. So you'd have yeah. different outcomes and which in turn would provide you with different potential choices to make good or bad decisions. Yeah. And then you'd make either a good or bad decision. And that would be based on what where you are now in your character yeah. and in your,
0: in your understanding. That's true. I don't... I, that makes sense to me. And I think it's better to leave the... To not change things. I mean, that's... My final answer, I guess. I mean, on that, you know, we can still discuss time unless you guys are.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I was looking. Are you You guys got to go or?
0: No. Oh, no. Oh. no I, I, he, yeah. He was, was talking was I, some chords and I could I, hear Oh, uh, oh. I'm sorry. I am a simpleton. Steven is the so. editor, so She's
1: Steven has to layout. edit out all of the things. Oh,
2: really? I'll edit you out. Time. It's just
1: this whole time <laughs> there's these long bits of silence and then all of a sudden we say something that would really actually random. be interesting
0: to, see, to hear the power? conversation between you two I'm going to
2: edit you out of this whole conversation <laughs> bro I wouldn't blame you
0: yeah
1: no uh, but that does then it's like um, let's see I think we went over those Steven do you agree do you have any disagreements about what we're saying
2: yes
0: you do <laughs> He's ideally. like, just fundamentally, I disagree. Fundamentally,
1: well, I would I, go I back. I don't know, but
2: I just don't like it.
1: Fundamentally, I would go back and change this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I do believe in going I back and change making changes. I can't change the past, changes. but I
2: can change it right now. Let's completely change the topic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. So one thing I didn't want to talk about, because I
0: don't want to get back into it, but if you went back to the past, theoretically, if you went back to the past knowing what you know now and you changed the past, it would actually change your memory of now. No. Just one of those. Depends on there. which, yeah, which, no. depends which on what? theory
2: and which which <laughs>
0: I said it would change your memory of no, I'm just kidding. I think it would change your memory now. So then Read
2: Recursion by Blake Crouch. Uh, yeah. That's true.
1: Well then yeah. I would say similar to like Tenet, where he's technically going back in time. Mm-hmm. So there's some sort of continuity that's going on. Uh, so even though you are technically you like going back in time. Huh? Did you like Tenet? I did I so I did like it. I have to I would have to watch it yeah, again. Like five more times. Because I like watched it as I was falling asleep a few oh, times. Gosh, that was, that would have
0: been like a
2: nightmare. So <laughs> Yeah, coming I back have to re- it was tough. Yeah. <laughs> After we watched it, because the sound design was so horrible for that movie. It was bad. And he did it on saying. purpose. <laughs> he said he did it on purpose.
0: I, I feel sorry. like he's just. He's just trying to be cool. Out. He's, like, he's oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, it was on
2: purpose. Oh, no, that was by design. I'm, I'm like, just okay, don't okay. understand. You me. didn't like where the sound effects drowned out the he's, dialogue?
0: He's like a tortured teenager. Yeah. Like,
1: you just don't understand.
2: Yeah, you don't like the part where you can not hear where I try to explain this imaginary theoretical time travel? The first time I wanted subbed. He's listening back to it. He's
1: like, "That totally doesn't make sense." Hey, just boost the background. Drop the vocals. They're confused (laughs) anyway.
0: They're confused. I
1: If my characters are confused, we need the audience to be confused too. It's just a filmmaker thing.
0: What's the next one coming out? Oppenheimer. Oh, Oh.
1: okay. So I heard something. Are they actually
2: blowing up a new? They're recording a nuclear explosion. They did it. Okay. Yeah, they did. A little Mm extreme. Is it though? You come on. You have visual effects. You know what? Just let me have this. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm tired of some whole separate. (laughs) Destroyed the environment for a movie, like bro. Does it though? Yeah. How? Somehow. (laughs) It's nuclear power.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's all from the earth.
1: (laughs) You should. I really wish we need to do video for these. (laughs) (laughs) That face was the reason why we need to do video. Okay. So I have another total hypothetical. This is not a moral or ethical. This was oh, just kind of funny to me.
2: Okay, but you answer first one. this time. There's I no failed answer. the last one. Oh, you okay. didn't fail the last one. There's no, no. failure. You failed.
1: It's really just a, a, an opportunity to like think through something that's not realistic.
2: That's okay. It's just the point of it. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> not realistic. Well, Don't get about? so hung up on me.
1: <laughs> okay. So in this scenario, you're the still a time traveler. You go back in time. There is the multiverse, the mini-worlds theory where the decisions are made, uh, uh, um, a universe is created based off of that decision and all the potential decisions that are made. This one, you go back in time, you keep trying to make changes. However, you still don't get to observe the changes that are made. So everything you try and do doesn't happen. You continue on the main branch and you don't observe all the changes, but the other universes are changed. You go back and try and stop a dog from getting hit by a car but no matter what you try and do, the dog still dies or someone still trips over a sidewalk. But in another universe that has now been created off of a branch, that person is done and they continue on. But you don't get to observe that. So regardless of what you try and do, you never get to observe it. You go back in time to try and make money off the stock market. You make really good decisions. And you still don't get to observe the beneficial effects of that.
0: What do you mean you don't get to observe it if you're As in, in it? It's whatever like you, you do, you not get to reap the benefits. It, it's
1: like it's like <clears throat> you try and go. Um, and I had to put a clarifier on this because it's again, it's another completely hypothetical mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. that is kind of nonsensical. I just want to make sure I understand it. Yeah, you and it it will meaningfully change the future. And I say meaningfully because it's like it would actually change some part of history where suddenly you were wealthy, for example, mm-hmm. right? So you go and you know the winning lottery numbers and you put down the winning lottery numbers. and then you go and win the lottery technically, but some other you is branched off in another universe and observes and is rewarded by the winning lottery. Mm-hmm.
0: however, you, oh, I see
1: for mean. some reason, suddenly, okay. g- just do not have it. Yeah.
0: So you're, you go and try and cash in it, it just doesn't work. So you're going to, your your life is going to continue on the same path that it was, mm-hmm. except all the things that you do differently, you, they branch off into. I get it. Yeah. So you're asking, would you do it? Sure. There's definitely not a moral, I don't think there's an ethical side to that. Is there?
2: Not to Ooh. yours. Ooh. Yeah, is there though? Is. But I,
0: I think there would be to, an to alternate, somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're still, well, to an alternate. I mean, that's the whole like, you know, behavior. like,
2: yeah, I started the off infinite,
0: more of a morbid example the thing with the dog. Every, every single decision you make, every single decision supposedly that you make, yeah, so branch off. I should
1: explain the else. the yeah. multi, the um oh, the many worlds theory, which yeah. is that um, you're going through, and every potential decision that you have yes. is made in a universe and is spawned off the one you have now. Yeah. So whether you choose if you decide to go left, right, or straight, a universe exists where you go in each one of those directions, yeah. and life continues on that yeah. way and you're only observing the one where you're going right. currently.
0: I don't it's like it's hard to say if you would do that because if that existed you're doing it now. already.
1: But you're going back and making decisions but cannot. You you don't get it's like do you make changes even though you know that it's not going to work? And also just the image of trying so hard yeah. to make different decisions and nothing even though you take the action, so it's not like you're physically held back from it, You, but you take an action, but for some reason, right. again, yet it's a it suspension succeed, So Yeah, It's like, right. not even that it doesn't succeed, even if it succeeds, but suddenly the winning lottery ticket is there, but you try and cash it in, and you're looking at the numbers, and they're just like, I'm sorry, you didn't win.
2: Hmm. Um, okay, that's a little different than what I was picturing in my head. You go. I would do it. If some other alternate version of me can be happier, go for it. Or sadder. <laughs> or sadder, go for it.
0: <laughs> you're like I didn't like that other Steven anyway. I don't like Steven it that much <laughs>
2: 73429. Uh misery. 629 Steven. <laughs> misery upon you. I hope you're happy. Me. you're happy. I hope he's happy. I hope you're happy, lottery I Steven. hope he's like just living it up and happy yeah. and you know.
1: Just yeah, and this one there is this one is completely nonsensical because it doesn't. It's too big. It doesn't practically but lay maybe. out, but it's just kind of an entertaining storyline to me. There's mm-hmm.
2: another multiverse Steven, who had a way more miserable life who made the decisions for me to have just the joy and any type of success that I have now.
0: Yeah, yep. That's the way to think about this. Is like we're here throughout everything that's happened to us. We're here in a room recording a podcast. Which means nothing happened to us that was bad enough to prevent hmm. something like this, which is what you would consider to be kind of a privilege and a luxury,
1: Our listeners might not think so <laughs> like, well bro, they''re, we they're, turn they're this like off five minutes th- in.
0: they're not even listening to this anymore no yeah, they're listening. already yeah, they' already moved on, <laughs> yeah, so they won't even hear this if they were, their ears if would be I bleeding, sing it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um yeah. So, yeah, like, I, obviously I, all the bad stuff we've gone through wasn't bad enough that prevented us from even sitting here and being able to talk about it. Hmm. That's a good th- that's a positive
2: And outlook. then in some other universe, we got hit by a truck on our way here, and I'm in the hospital in a coma, and you're dead. Wow. Well. Your children lost their father, and Chase <laughs> thinks we just stood him up. So he's <laughs> sending us angry texts, and he's like, wow, never doing this he's with like, you okay. guys again. Again. And he doesn't know that we're in the hospital.
0: Yeah. And is happy when he finds out. Because that's different, Chase. Well, that Chase is happy. that different?
1: Wow, yeah. I did what led up to that? I mean, that, that has
2: happened. to be like You little bit of a little bit of a little bit more than a little bit of I feel like yeah. I'd still a the
1: same thing. a okay, little bit still be little bit of a, a minute, yeah, yeah, wait, doing the same thing. you okay. no, no,
2: so no, this... no, you can't. You had okay. You were you had this book idea. What are you trying to ask? Which one? It was the parallel universe one. Oh yeah, that was such a great concept, and I it ties know. in a lot with this question, kind of. I gotta remember the the basics of it. The basics were that this character like travels to this.
1: It's an alternate dimension. Alternate
2: dimension, essentially, and he kind of does all these horrible things because mm. he can live oh, without the right. consequences. That's of right. It. Yeah and then he can just travel back to yeah. his original universe and the other alternate him is paying for all the horrible things okay. essentially yeah. that this guy is doing. That's still pretty unethical. Right, absolutely. Right, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to live with the consequences. It's, yeah. it's, it's another version of you <laughs> living cool. with the with the consequences cool of idea. of another horrible yeah. use.
1: So there's anime. two sides. So one was actually doing <laughs> the horrible things in another universe and then one was li- like everything right. originally envisioned law enforcement or something right. trying to chase and work on this case and figure out because they don't understand that they're traveling back Mm -hmm. and forth. So they're chasing themselves and not that different of themselves. Like they're still essentially the same person, but at the same time, it's like one is constantly living with the repercussions of something because they do get found out. Like, like uh, originally, I think my idea was that the person traveling over Mm -hmm. didn't really care about being seen or not. So, the person here, even though they were a good person, they were living with all the repercussions having to run eventually because they saw that it was him, mm-hmm. but so he was having to live with the reper- repercussions trying to solve it and not understanding
0: the problem. Well, call Christopher Nolan, man. Dude, right? Mm-hmm. Seriously. I don't know why you haven't written that book yet. Well- <laughs> I mean, we just gave- a
1: Mostly it because around. I don't finish anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm the timeline that doesn't finish. Anything. I <laughs> am the timeline. <laughs> I Get that variant. I am. I don't have
1: <laughs> the picture for the cover art. I'm still undrawn oh, no. in there. <laughs> your
0: cover Your cover art is either um, a train track <laughs> or like uh, tire tracks in a road uh, for the parallel. parallel like. How they're kind of going? To, oh, the cover. Oh, okay. Going, what are you guys doing? The cover of the book, cover art of the book, because they're like to... per, they're kind of going the same way, gotcha. but they're also separate from gotcha. each other. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was I was <laughs> talking
1: about the cover art for that. I've I've oh, gosh, not I'm sorry. finished I thought you you for the the this podcast. book you're writing. I should, no. you know. That again, I didn't even finish the train of thought. I moved on to something uh-huh, else. <laughs> uh-huh. Train. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I forgot about that. That still actually is such a good idea. Mm-hmm. It is a well, gra- you know, to me now, I'm <laughs> sounding like, a, man, I have You're such like, great oh, ideas. I'm such
2: a genius. Man, what am I doing talking to you, plebes? <laughs> you simple Man, this variant of you has made horrible life decisions. There's a very successful author variant of you out there. He's so Reaping the benefits. No,
1: there's some variant out there who is realizing all the ideas I think are good or not and being faced the repercussions. He's like, who did this
0: to me? I'm really the lucky one in all of this. <laughs> you're, you're,
2: you're the one that's not living yeah. with the consequences. It's I'm not, the lucky one in the multiverse, <laughs> I'm right. like, Dang. who's the bad one? Then <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what the, do these other poor Stevens' lives look like?
0: <laughs> I think everybody's like knee-jerk reaction would be like, "Oh, I must be the one that's living the bad consequences, right?" Because we sometimes we tend to see like a little bit of only of the negative. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Like I have the worst life out of all the Stevens out there. So I have like <laughs> incredibly.
0: Incredibly blessed and undeserved life. Mm. It doesn't matter if I think, oh, this could be better and this could be different. It's like if I actually, when I take stock of it, it's like, man, I don't deserve. I mean it. Like I don't deserve what I have. Yeah, and it's good. I agree with you. Yeah, like you don't deserve that. It. Uh, no, yeah, I knew you would agree with that. Part. And Stephen <laughs> definitely agrees with it.
2: But uh, I'm but like, it's true. Don't you it's like dare. I'm just gonna yeah. No, yeah. It's, no, it's absolutely. Like, Same here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think once I, you
2: have that mindset, like th- there's just such a huge past, shift. Yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, there's such a huge shift in perspective and you just, I don't know, become a lot more grateful for things. Yeah, because you know you be worse. You can imagine even just, you know, we're joking about it, but if you can imagine all these other variations of what your life could have been like, how much worse it could have been like, mm-hmm. you become very grateful for what it's currently like. You see what other people go
0: through, you know, loss and stuff that mm-hmm. they experience that it's actually happened and you're like, wow, I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah. Not to get like down or anything, but, you know.
1: So is there ever a point where you would change that, where you'd feel differently? Let's say you go through something like Job. So Job lost pretty much everything mm-hmm. except for his wife. Mm-hmm. He lost his kids. He lost all of his property. Mm-hmm. He, l- he got sick. He felt terrible. Everything. Mm-hmm. Even his friends turned against him, really. Would you still feel the same going through all of that loss and everything? Would you still feel fortunate?
0: I mean, it's hard to feel fortunate at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, although we could be going through something right now that we don't realize, which actually I think that we are. That's a hard question. Mm -hmm. Because you you could say, oh, well... Because we know the end of the story for him, mm-hmm. right? But if we believe what we believe, we also know the end of the story for us. Mm-hmm. So if we know the end of the story for us, and you really truly believe that, then how could you be discouraged in mm-hmm. what's happening right now, even if it's bad? Like, even if you are experiencing loss, like some people are, if you know the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we look at the story of Job, but you already know what happens at the end. It's restored, and the, the, the good things happen, all this stuff. He doesn't know that. Yeah. So he, in the middle of it, it would be hard for him. Um, but if he believes what we, you know, if he believes what he believes and we believe what we believe, then there's a new perspective of like, even, even when it's bad, it's good. Because there's, because we, in theory, we don't know exactly what the end is because we can't really picture it, but we know where we're going <clears throat> and we know who we're going to be with. So then it doesn't matter what happens in a sense, it's good.
3: Mm -hmm. Because
2: it's taken us to that point, right? Or am I missing it? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's like a necessarily like right or wrong answer. I don't mean that like
0: false positivity. Like I really do, like what can go wrong if you
2: know what the end is going to be. Yeah, well, and I think it just, I think that's the attitude someone should have even during... Trials. I, I think it's easy to want to complain mm-hmm. and to have that pity party, but I, I think ultimately you should have an attitude of like
0: <laughs> gratitude,
2: no matter what. Death, where is your sting? Yeah, yeah, essentially right. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I think I know you. You've heard "Man's Life," uh, "Man's Search for Meaning" mm-hmm. by Viktor Frankl, mm-hmm. who is in the concentration camps, and he mm-hmm. kind of has this whole therapy. Um, developed about finding purpose but i think when you can find a purpose you know during any any time during any hard time like you can endure it and you would have the attitude of like i guess seeing some the kind of picture yeah what's that the bigger picture yeah the bigger picture i guess essentially and even if it's not the bigger picture like something to hold on to to endure until you can i guess I, we talked about this. Um, I think we talked about this like
0: maybe last year or so. Like, it's hard to like when you say like, oh well, you know the end from the beginning. Okay, so like, take a sports game, take a basketball game. Um, when you're watching the game and it's going back and forth, you know your team's up, then they go down, then they go up, and then they go down. You're invested, and you're you know, your anxiety can go up, your, your like anxiousness for this, like what is going to happen. Right. But let's say you never watched that game. Let's say you just went and looked the next day at who won. Okay. And you found out your team wins, go and watch that game. There is Mm. no anxiety. There is no nervousness. Mm. There's no concern for the bad things that happen to your team anymore. You, you, you're not going to complain about, well, me, because I, I complain about referees. You're not going to complain about them. Why? Well, that's a bad call. That could cost us the game. You wouldn't ever say that because you know it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you let them come back and you let them take the lead. That would give you anxiety. I'm not saying real anxiety, but that would make you anxious as a fan
3: mm-hmm.
0: if you didn't know the end. But when you know they win, you can watch that game and I've done it before. I've watched the game and it's just a peaceful experience. Doesn't matter if something's bad happening, because I already know what the outcome is. <clears throat> and that's like my I don't know exactly, like I said, all the details of what what it will be one day, what we believe. But I do know that we win. And that's like the best way I could put it. We don't we don't win because we're good, but he's already won. And so that's the end. So like the things that I think are um, worth getting worked up over and anxiety and things really are not. And it doesn't mean things aren't hard, right? Like Mm -hmm. even if you know the end, you know, you experience the loss of a loved one, like that's not easy. But if I really have that, like that, if I really, really, really do believe in what the end is and I know it, it, I believe would soften it at least. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I'm saying. No, I do. It takes the, it takes the fear or the, or just that like, again, anxiousness or anxiety is the only word I could really use. that's how I feel. Like even something simple as a basketball game, watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how is this going to end? Like it's so close, and then they're you know.
1: I think you'd have. I think you can expand that then to the point of someone at the beginning of the season tells you you're going to win the championship, Mm -hmm. and they don't tell you. Like they just tell you that. You don't go and watch it at the end. They're just, you're going to win the championship, which means you're going to make it to the championship and then you're going to win. Doesn't mean that you're not going to lose games or that you're going to have hard times or that it looks like impossible things are in your way. But you keep your eye on that. And so you trust that that you keep. And to do that, then it doesn't mean that you can't not play. It means that you have to play. Like it means that you have to be your best.
0: Right. You do still have still. that. Yeah, you still have you to. Can't try. sit back and yeah. do nothing. Technically. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no,
1: no. That's just. I really like that. I I like that yeah. analogy a lot.
0: You know who, you know who reminded me of that, um, was your dad a few years ago. Hmm. And he reminded me about the story of that that boy riding on the, the bicycle on the mm-hmm. board. And you know, such a simple story and I've heard it like my whole life. So go ahead and tell the story. Okay, so there's a there's a there's a boy on a on a bicycle and he, you know, he isn't the most skilled. And there's, there's a, a bunch of boys in the neighborhood that are skilled and they're on their bicycles and they can ride with no hands, you know, they can go down and there's a a contest is set up and they get up on a board, you know, a little skinny board, and whoever can ride the the board to the end without falling off their bike wins and all the other boys who can ride their bike, you know, very skillfully, they fall off. They can't make it across. And this boy who's not that great gets up there, rides all the way across and wins. And they ask him, you know, when they come to him and ask him how he did it. And he's, and and the story goes, you know, well, I noticed what you were doing is you were looking down, you were looking down at what was in front of you and you were trying to, you were making adjustments. You know, you were trying to, stay balanced by looking right in front of your bike. And he said, what I did is I just looked at the end. I looked at the end and kept my eye on there. And I didn't make those little adjustments that I think I would have needed. And the way that he says is I just stayed steady. Mm -hmm. So rather than waver back and forth like we would if we were just trying to balance, he just looked at the end. And so that's like that same analogy, I guess. And you're right, like, it is more of just being told. It's not that I've seen the score of the game. It's like being told at the beginning, you're going to win. Mm. You don't know how, like you don't know if you're going to win, like dragging your broken leg across the finish line, but you yeah. just know you're going to win. You don't know if you're going to win uh, in in a whole piece or what tragedy you're going to go through. You just know you're going to win. Yeah. And it does make you want to go out and do your best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me want to do that. So yeah, your dad reminded me of that. He said, just stay steady. Yeah you know don't you see this happening don't don't just make an adjustment and don't don't swing your wheel this way because you think that's what's needed just look at the end hmm. and it and it I needed it when he told me that he didn't realize how much I needed to hear it yeah and, and it was just like right on time which is just how it works it's another thing yeah
2: <laughs> wake up Steven
1: yeah you okay over there
2: I'm okay you tired no not at all I'm just doing some side stuff <laughs>
1: Yeah. Just doing side stuff. What is this? We're not good enough for you now?
2: No, I just I'm leaving the country tomorrow and I still have no place to stay. So oh my god. I'm well I'm trying to do that okay. right <laughs> now. I that's that's important. I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's that's definitely important. Yeah. Steven is leaving the country yeah. to I'm fleeing America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> He's fleeing <laughs> this podcast. Right. One meal. <laughs> no, that's uh I think this was really good like I like I like the ending of where it all where it all left because we've talked about you know what our obligations are to go and change and to look back and, yeah. and do things differently but leaving it at the point where we have an obligation to stay steady not to get so caught up and look at all the things that could be or couldn't yep. be and to stay the course and do what you know is you know do what you know we're called to do yeah we're well, given the instruction it's just to get to the end yeah do that. I agree with that. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks this has for having great. me. It's been great. This has been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, this yeah. is. I mean, we almost had a fist fight. Yeah, but it was. No, we didn't. But it was. No, not, not even. We talking I, about yeah, highs Steven and lows. Yeah, no. we we started
1: in times. there, and then I just kept throwing in more chaos. And <laughs> no, weird you're it's like your
0: your good friends are those that when you're low, they can pick you up, and when you're too high, they can knock you down. Yeah. Okay. Or just yeah. Keep kicking Literally. you when you're down. Right. Then, it, yeah. I mean, you know sometimes you need to be brought down <laughs> quite a bit. No, it was good. I, I really I really enjoyed it even I hope that, you know, people weren't terribly bored, but I oh. wasn't. I like enjoyed what we were talking about. Yeah. yeah but I this kind of stuff like I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I honestly could go
2: all night talking yeah. about this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: We didn't really get to dive into the Harry Potter stuff either.
2: Oh no, there's oh. really nothing there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> just go watch Harry Potter the third one a man. A yeah there's nothing there movie. he's wrong he's wrong yeah you just go back it's and one kill of my baby favorite Voldemort tra- it's one of my favorite time travel yeah. like you know
0: anyway and um, the response would be well then there's no reason to make a movie there's no reason to make a movie <laughs> like yeah no this was fun this was a blast yeah I really liked it so did I tried you, not then? to say
2: oh no I did I hope I didn't say um I tried not oh, to say um you did did I I didn't count, but I'm sure when we hear back, you'll 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 pick them up. Mm. Kayla went
1: back and said she heard herself and found her own verbal tics.
0: Yeah, man, um, I really try not to say um when I'm talking, but I think I do.
2: Oh, I counted like at least a hundred <laughs> of mine in my first one. On the so yeah, I listened yeah.
0: to you guys last one. You did really well. So you're, I think you're becoming conscious of it.
2: Yeah, I try to just pause more or clear my throat,
0: which is or also
2: underfoot. <laughs> I checked out. <laughs> he was checked <laughs> out <laughs> yesterday. No, oh, I was totally engrossed I time in the Travel Station. Uh, I was. I promise. <laughs> but
1: we're definitely gonna have you back on and talk about something that you find is is so important. Uh, so, for a little bit of context, Ryan said that our last podcast discussion was about masculinity, was very important. Yes, and I do want to hear. Some more of you and hear what your thoughts are on my quote unquote important topic. This was a lot
0: of fun. Yeah,
3: but also it was it was theoretical, just, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: it did actually have a really good ending. Yeah, I kind of liked it how it it um, we organically came to like a really good yeah. way to look at things.
2: All of our episodes have moral messages. I know. I mean, if you, just, moral pay <laughs> moral if you just pay attention,
0: good moral. If you just pay, they have yeah, they have moral
1: messages. Yeah, if you listen to two hours, the, the quality or the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's up
2: for discussion. If you listen to two hours of nonsense and then get to the last five minutes where we finally get to the good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just a
1: real slow burn, you know? Yeah, you just gotta get burn. all the way to the end and all then it's the way. like
0: that's all oh, oh, that last like, little bit. Wow. Is so they're good. just so wide. People are gonna just start fast forwarding to the last 15 minutes <laughs> and being like, Okay, it was good.
1: <laughs> oh no, you just gave them the trick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean play it backwards. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. No, I do wanna hear the um the one you guys did about. About masculinity and, yeah. and, femininity. and, and femininity. Yeah, and it was mostly really about femininity. Up. We're gonna have it a part two up. about that. We are. Yeah. Give my. Give, I'd love to hear like your guys' two, two cents. cents. Yeah. You know what's weird? Sorry, yeah. I know we're supposed to ending.
2: Not at all. No, we can end whenever. Why we want. is it when?
0: I've always wondered why is it when you're gonna give your opinion, it's your two cents worth, but when I want your opinion, it's a penny for your thoughts. Hmm.
1: Well, I don't think it's a bad perspective.
0: It's like, is yours worth half of mine?
1: Actually, yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking the reverse for a second, but it does sound then condescending.
0: Right. But it's also true. See, we ended back on a bad I note. feel
1: like I'm overpaying.
0: <laughs> overpaying. <laughs> Penny for your couple thoughts? Mm-hmm. Penny yeah. for your thoughts.
2: Two bits. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is that a song? It's a bad lip-reading song, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, we're going to... End it there, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Thank you,
1: everyone, for listening. This has been great, Ryan. Thank you for coming on.
0: You got it. And as strange as it may seem, never whistle while eating spaghetti.